right, guys, this is Afterglow, and we have Carol here, and we are recording as yeah. together. We're doing this. It's We're so doing amazing. This. This is a completely different way. Yeah. I am so excited, you guys, because you get to see us together, like, yes, in a different form. So I can see Chris and you can see us together, literally what I just said. But it's going to be beautiful because, yay, I just feel like the energy is going to just come out in a whole different form than when we do our podcast. So absolutely. And so it's just like you're here with me. Tender, my little heart. I know. Um. So I kind of just want to do a little introduction really quick before we get into our episode of like what we're going to be talking about. So I think we're going to be speaking about topics of um, what we've been up to, you guys. It's been seven weeks since we've made an episode. So, you know, we're going to bring up the holidays and how that was for both of us individually. We're also going to talk about the reflection of 2022, like the what we learned from it and what we're going to continue with the energy of 2023, what our intentions are, what our goals and like all the yummy, yum stuff of spirituality that is. Yes. And um, we're also going to talk about my mom's birthday and my birthday. And then, you know, we're just going to go with the flow and see what connects with all the things that we're going to be sharing. So it's yeah. just like any other podcast that we do, it's just like any other episode. Yep. So uh, before we started, you know, recording just now, like I was like super nervous. There's lights, there's cameras, there's uh, crazy stuff going on. We got my really good, really good friend, Mike, who we're so grateful for. Um, and he's putting a video together and putting all this together for, and, or for us. And we, I took him all around Savannah and we talked about all of the, um, stuff that I talked about in the podcast, all of the haunted spots and spooky stuff. Um, I took him on a ghost tour and um it's been it's been a weekend and i'm so sorry that we never um where we haven't came out with an episode lately because the holidays are just so crazy so mine and carol's birthdays are so close to the holidays and um it's just the the holidays just kept us busy and i'm just so happy that the holidays are over just because being in the service industry and Savannah being a tourist town, everybody's been here. And so we've been super busy and we thank you guys always for being patient until we come out with a new episode. So, um, but this is episode seven, lucky number seven. And look at this, we got like this glow up going on right now. Um, we got gorgeous Carol and uh, let's get started. First, I want to say the connection to seven. So you guys, this year, 2023 is the seven, it's a seven year. So, you know, you add the 20 and 23, 2023 together, it equals seven. So mind blown, we're doing episode seven in the new year of 2023. How beautiful is that connection? I love it. Let's celebrate. I got tiny hands and I want to celebrate. <laughs> I celebrate. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. love it. So we thank you guys always for listening to our podcast as usual. And um, we're so excited to be on this journey. I myself seeing 2022 I manifested the shit out of moving to Savannah and making it happen and we're finally here I finally made it but I never saw myself 
doing this podcast with you guys. You know, it literally, Carol just came out of the woodwork and she's like, hey, like, let's, we're vibing the same way. We're going through the same things, just like the rest of you. And um, that this was born, Afterglow was born. So we thank you guys so much for being here. And um, this is just uh, crazy, this lighting and everything. So Carol, how was your Christmas and stuff? Like, what'd you do? How was your New Year's? Like, give me the, give us the scoop. Everybody's missed you, including myself. I know I've missed you too. I haven't really caught up with you. I mean, you guys, Chris and I, we tr we try our best to do check-ins. I try my best to do check-ins with a lot of my people um, in my circle who I love, love, love so much. So, you know, we just communicated through voice messages and all this stuff. And even if we don't like verbally catch up, I telepathically send messages. I pray, yes. I speak yes. in my head, like I can speak to people in their minds um, and, you know, that may sound crazy to people, but I do. I speak to others through telepathic messages. Um, but going back to what you asked, I mean, my holidays were really, really good. For some of you guys that know that I have changed locations, I started working at a new um new salon. So I dropped the title of uh, entrepreneur. I am no longer a small business owner and that's okay. But um, I just had to really tap into reflecting of what was working for me and what wasn't. And I'm a very hopeful individual. I always stay around because I have so much hope and just hoping that things work out. But sometimes when it's, I know she's so tender, I can't help it, but that's just my nature. That's just my soul. But, um, I really just sat and thought like, you know, sometimes I do want it my way, but it's not always my way, right? Like it's the collective, it's the universe's way, but also it could be because I manifested something where it is creating your up. own reality. Yes. Right. Like, even though I feel like it's not my way, but maybe it is like somewhere, if I actually hold space and read like my old journals, I probably wrote something about it. I, that is like coming to, to life. So back to what I was sharing. Um, I, really I'm just a, ho a hopeful individual and I was trying to make the 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 business work but um it wasn't working because unfortunately COVID affects small businesses and I was a small business owner so therefore I just had to take myself out of a situation that just wasn't working and now I'm putting myself in a place that is working and you guys I have been thriving. I have been enjoying myself. The passion and the desire has been coming back for me. I'm starting to love what I do. I truly, truly, truly love doing hair. Um, because I was thinking like, maybe hair is not for me anymore. Maybe this is not my thing. But once I started working at my new location, it's just been beautiful. And Chris has been there with me. I have messaged him so many times where I was like, I literally, you guys, and there's a girl that I work with who I used to work with also before. We do keep car. in contact very well because um, I don't know. I don't think I've ever showed you this, but because we don't see, we don't see each other often. Yeah. I mean, but my top contacts. Tinder! Carol, right there at the bottom. She's on my little, these are all my text messages, but Carol's right there. So I always have her close to me and we always like keep in contact so well. And we check in with each other. Like, like you're saying, like every, almost every day, you know what yeah. I mean? Very close. There isn't 
if it's there's not two days that go by we don't keep in touch and we're constantly trading ideas for the podcast but we're also there for each other uh, yeah. within our jobs and in our lives and like what's going on and this and then we are constantly like oh my god carol this just happened today you would be hilarious i'm constantly sending memes to like spiritual funny memes and stuff like that just because i know it's going to brighten her day and then plus it's just hilarious and yeah. she's like, he's gonna she's gonna giggle at this like i did and i'm like this is something like what we we're constantly going through or whatever the case may be yeah it sounds like uh, i'm so happy the new job is working out for you I know it's just so funny you guys this is going to be another thing that we're going to be talking about is change and how like when you get older change is just a little bit difficult but um I just I wanted to share a quick story where I learned that I'm a little bit dramatic like I'm a little bit dramatic just a little bit just a little just just a tiny I'll oh admit. I'm so dramatic my poor <laughs> husband I don't know how he deals with me oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's funny because um, when I when I got there and I started working, I was very much in observing mode. So I was just like, and then I was like, I feel like the new kid in school, like meh, like you know. Yeah. And then I'm, and then I was like, what do I do? What do I do with my hands? Like I don't know how to do hair. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What do I? I felt like the scene from Talladega Nights, like. You know, uh, he's like, what do I do with my hands? Like when they were on film like, <laughs> him, and they're just like, put it down. And I was like, really? I've been doing hair since I was 19 years old. Okay. I know how to do the craft. It's just a new location. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so, so the holidays in, I started the new location during a holiday season and I was just like, what is wrong with me? But it was beautiful because, um, the energy was great in the salon. It was just the fact that it's in a retail setting. So there was a lot of like Christmas shopping going on. There's a lot of movement and all that stuff. So um, I was just sitting there thinking like, what are you doing? But here's the thing I learned. I like a challenge. And um, a client helped me realize that. She's like, Carol, you don't go for easy. You go for hard. That is just how you've always been. That's how you're wired. And I'm like, eh? but yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. And then we talked about it in past episodes, like we were talking about how we, um, the procrastination before getting ready for work, for instance, and um, mentally, it's like we do it because it's like, it was a podcast I was listening to, which we talked about in a previous episode, I was listening to a podcast. And like, the reason why we do that is because um, we're addicted to it we're addicted to the rush and it's like oh my god I have to be at work in 10 minutes but I'm going to go ahead and leave <laughs> in like 20. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean so um yeah but I mean I I do challenge myself and then it's good that you do challenge yourself you know what I mean yeah. and I, I think it's very important that we do challenge ourselves but don't challenge yourself too hard when that's the that's the that's where you're trying to find or for me I'm trying to find that balance like Mm -hmm. The word balance and allow has been really in my face, yeah. like both at the same time, where I don't want to get caught up in the rat race, right? Like I right. don't want to go through my old coping mechanisms, which is again, being a workaholic. I, I you know, I have to have those boundaries. It's a Capricorn trait. I know she's so cute. Like <laughs> I can't with you. No. Uh, 
she's so cute. Like, oh, like I know I'm trying to not be that workaholic and not also chase the money because it's like, I, there's that part of me, the Capricorn where I'm like, so how much money is involved in this like transaction? You know what I mean? Like, I know, I know. Um, so I'm just getting better with that, but other than job and stuff like that, the holidays were really great. Like for once I didn't put all this pressure on myself where I was like, I have to plan everything. I need to cook for everyone. I need to do that. I didn't do that this year. I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm going to give that away for others to experience it because I did it all the time. And so, yeah, we just held space at my mother-in-law's fiance's house and it was great. Um, also just got to spend time with my father and that was beautiful too. Um, just, there was a lot of healing with that as well. Like it was just magical, but how about you as a, as a server and just with your hubby and everything? It was just, it was ever since Thanksgiving, it's been like, it's been so crazy and, um, everybody doesn't want to cook anymore. (laughs) nobody wants to be around family. So what do you do? You know, well, you know, cause you spend so much time with them. You know what I mean? Like what yeah. everybody does this on Thanksgiving. It's like, okay, we did Thanksgiving. We spent time with family. Da, da, da. What are you going to do? Let's go out. So it's like, it's just been so crazy. Nobody wants to cook. Um, people want to get away or they're like their cousins in town, their <laughs> sisters in town. Let's show, let me show you all my favorite spots and stuff like that. So it was very busy. It was extremely busy. I was, I worked a lot and busted my ass, <laughs> but it was good. And my Christmas was great. Christmas Eve, um, Josh, I made Joshua and I dinner. We had wine and we hung out at the house. And, and then the next day, Christmas day, we didn't do anything. Like we were like, we're eating leftovers and we're hanging out on the couch. So, and then it was, that's, that's mine and Josh's favorite thing to do is like all cook dinner we'll put on a movie and or a tv show and then sometimes we'll just even watch like old shows like we've seen a thousand times you know what I mean and uh for instance Queer as Folk Josh and I've watched Queer as Folk I couldn't even tell you how many times we just started it again last night and I'm just like just because it's just it's comforting and um you know it's it's so different speaking of that show it's so different how the world is now compared to what it was then and the gay situations that happen I'm like that would never happen like now like <laughs> or like you can't say that word anymore <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, yeah but um but yeah so it was good it was chaotic but I mean last paycheck was very nice just because of that and then New Year's Eve I worked um I had this really cool like New Year's Eve I had a really bad table in the beginning and I almost went in the back and started crying it was pretty bad. I was serving that night, but, and then little behold, I swear the universe was there. My ancestors or my familiar spirit was like, you get a table full of six gays visiting from Washington, DC. And they made my whole night. They did champagne service. Um, oops, I touched the mic, but they did champagne service and, um, it, I served them all night and made them drinks at the table. So they did like you know, like where you do VIP and stuff like that. So the bartender comes to the table and makes the drinks and they were just so much, they turned my night around. I was like, I just, and then I told them, I was like, you guys, I was having the, like the worst night tonight. And you guys literally turned it around and come to find out the guy that was at the table was on the Netflix show, um, nailed it. 
I had no idea all night until he followed my Instagram and I was like, oh, cool. Like I met somebody that's been on TV and then look at us now. You know what I mean? But yes. <laughs> um, so it was good. So uh, New Year's ended up really well. And then um, I'm just happy things are calming down now. Um, January is a lot slower in service industry. So, I mean, as you know, working in a retail store now, everybody spent all their money. Everybody's like tra done traveling for a little bit. And January is like, and there's dry January. So, which is a thing. And so people are like, are like, oh, I got to give my liver a quit because a break because all the drinking I done over the holidays. So a lot of people don't go out as much often unless it's like your regulars and stuff like that. But which is nice because it's like a nice calming break and stuff like that. And then um, Carol just had her birthday. Yay, happy, so, happy 35th. 35th birthday. And then my 35th birthday is actually uh, a week from today, seven days from now, right? Yeah, wow. seven days. So seven days from now is my birthday and this is the seventh episode and we're recording like live that's and I just this, I just now realize that and this is the seventh the seven year seven, the seven, seven, seven. Seven, seven, seven. this is pretty cool so <laughs> yeah. I just realized that my birthday is in seven days and I was born at uh 10 30 something so that just that just happened so that yeah everything's just it's Whoa. the synchronicities that we were constantly always talking about the seven sevens the three three threes the two two twos the four four fours so um carol <laughs> besides I'm the mind blowing like, fact we guys, just had <laughs> i'm sorry i'm still very if you guys know me <laughs> And Chris, I'm all about angel numbers. I started seeing angel numbers uh, today, like 0505 now. So they're they're starting to switch. And I'm like, what is happening? What's yeah. going on? He's like, hold on, I'm going to look. Are you going to look? No, uh, I, get, I took a picture last night. Um, I wanted to show, I went to text it to you. Oh, I'm having look a Look at my car's mileage. Stop it. This is the mileage of my car right now. It's 33,332, but it was just, it's all straight numbers of, this is what my mileage on my car is right now. I took a wow. picture. I went to send it to you last night. Uh, you can even see the dashboard. Tender. <laughs> oh my so gosh. Season. And if you guys don't know about angel numbers, um, Carol, do you want to tell us about some angel numbers? Like what they yes. mean? Um, well, for me, okay, so I, I'm always holding space and, and I'm always trying to do meditation and I'm always just doing a lot of spiritual work every single day. That's like my big goal for 2023 is really tapping, really like really tapping more into my spirituality. Right. So mm -hmm. for me, I feel like whether it's in prayer or I'm in search for answers or what have you, like the angel numbers come flooding through you guys. Like it's so beautiful. And so there's certain ones that mean certain things. Um, you know, you can just Google them if you want or go on Pinterest. Um, I also have a huge uh, book about numerology, like the way that you can do your name and figure out what the, those numbers mean. I haven't tapped into that book yet, but numerology is a huge thing that plays into angel numbers as well. But um, right. my favorite, absolute 
favorite is 333 just because I love the power of three and you have the I know right I'm like tender what it's so that's wild my, this I is know. crazy that's my favorite I've never had a favorite number growing up but like ever since I started tapping into just like my healing and energy work and all and all that like I realized three is my favorite number I even have um, one of my favorite dirt bike riders, his number um, is three. And I've been like wearing that hat for, or it was three. He has a different number right now, but I was wearing that hat while I was like shared in a previous episode about how I was being spiritually spanked and was forced to go hiking. I would wear that hat with the number three. And I'm like, what? But yeah, um, I don't know if you want to talk more about angel numbers. Yeah. So angel numbers are, you know, are basically just synchronicities. It's, um, I definitely different numbers mean different things. Um, but whenever you see the, the numbers all lined up as the same, basically it's, um, I believe it's your spirit guides and it's your, the other side, your ancestors, spirit guides, or your familiar spirit, whatever, um, I mean, all three of them, in my opinion, it's, they're talking to you, they're delivering their message. They're also uh, telling you to pay attention to yep. your thoughts, what's going on right now and things around you. Um, honestly, in my opinion, people, you can like, um, people are like, well, if you're looking at your phone all the time, of course, you're going to yeah. see. And I'm like, no, it's like when you pick up your phone, it's when yeah. you look down at the dashboard or it's when you're driving, you're like, oh, oh. and then, you know, that's when it mm -hmm. is that um, message and that synchronicity. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that's... I want to tap more into that because I've had people like some people have said the same thing where they're just like, and their opinion is it's okay. They can have an opinion, but some people are like, I don't understand the angel numbers. And they're like, you're probably just sitting there looking for it. Well, the thing is you're not supposed to look for it. Yes. You're not supposed to, cause it's not going to happen if you're looking for I'm it. Not literally like, no, no. Of course, and if you sit on your phone for seven hours or like, Oh, it's about to be four, four, four. And then you pick up your no. phone and you just sit there and wait for it. That's, yeah, not, no. the, that's, not. that's not the sink. So no. And it normally uh, doesn't happen for me. Like with, if I'm, if I'm mindlessly scrolling, I never see the angel numbers. It's like, again, the license plates that they in front of you or the building that you're in, or just, just it's random. Looking down at your car and seeing yeah. that I was like, Oh my, holy crap. Like, I, yeah. you know what I mean? I only, yeah. I don't even pay attention. I mean, I look at, I, I pay attention to how fast I go. <laughs> I was like, but it's not like I'm looking, nobody looks at their mileage the whole time. You know what I mean? It's like when I, you know, like, oh, I'm at this, you know what I mean? But uh. <laughs> I get it. please don't because I'm a motorcycle rider. We don't need you to be staring at your dashboard. Chin up, please yeah. chin up. So, uh, yeah, so that was, that's so interesting, but okay. So back to birthdays. Oh yeah. So how, how was your birthday? <laughs> oh, you guys, I love it so much. My birthday was so good, you guys. So 35. Wow. I, um, who knew, who knew? I honestly never thought, I mean, it's not like I'm sitting here waiting for like, uh, this is the day do, 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 I'm going to be, you know, it's not like you think about that, but, but <laughs> you know, you're not like, you today's the day I'm going to go. <laughs> like, no, like I don't want to be Mormon, but 
staying on topic, my 35th birthday, it was so, it was so magical, you guys, um, because I felt so much unconditional love being poured down on me from the collective, from the universe, from God of my understanding, from my highest power. It was flooding through. I was just like, what's happening? It, again, my heart was expanding and I just felt so loved. And I also felt that I really have made such an impact on so many people. And I guess I never really thought of that before. Um, and again, not to be like dark and morbid, but this is the authentic truth of my past story. I used to tell myself that the only impact that you're ever going to make on people is when you pass away. And I was like, that no, I make an impact being just who I am by being in my light, by spreading the truth with you on this podcast. I give people gifts ju by just showing up. And when I felt that and I believed it, that was the love being poured into me. And I was just like, I see you familiar spirits. I, I see that. I feel it so much deep in my core. So yeah. 35 was great. And it was simple. but I wanted to also share what what happened because out of feeling that energy, my husband took me to the teppanyaki grill, and there was a family at the that we were sharing. Her name's Karen. She had it was her birthday too. Karen, Karen. Tender, right? <laughs> for me, I love that. And um, it was just interesting because I was observing and just feeling the vibes and stuff like that. Um, and so there was two gentlemen there sitting, um, by their mom. I think they're like close to my age or a little bit older. I don't know, but, um, they were just like roasting each other. And I thought it was very funny. And then our teppanyaki chef was, you know, he likes to, they like to do the little, we're going to put sake in your mouth. And he had this, <laughs> like, he had this toy, like little toy that if you squeeze it, like it looked like it was peeing. <laughs> and so he sprayed it all over people. And then I just said this because sometimes I don't think before I speak and I'm like, he just R. Kelly does. And I'm like, <laughs> but I'm like sitting there like this could go, it's like cards against humanity that we've shared. Yeah, episode. that's what we've talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is probably going to be the worst birthday <laughs> ever. Like I'd probably ruin mine and Karen's, but it was funny because they're like, oh, you ripped it. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, I sure did. I sure did. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds like so much fun though. It sounds like your birthday was really excellent. Like, yeah, I mean, and so I love that you're having the synchronicities and stuff on your special day. Um, it reminds me of a lot when Joshua and I went to Charleston and I went to go visit him while he was working and staying in his hotel and stuff. And I was like, let's go out for drinks and then we'll go to dinner and stuff like that. And everything just happened so perfectly. Like the bartender it was like bartender's choice and like you pick like your certain palette and like you can do a mocktail or like a cocktail or whatever and then it was like um I picked floral and then um I picked floral I was having one was, I picked floral and boozy and then like he ended up making me a gin fizz which my favorite cocktails are aviations or gin fizz and I was like that's so strange that he that that's what he picked and honestly a gym fizz is not easy to make it takes time and he did that and I was, it was so good and then we everybody everything was just syncing up so perfectly and I feel like that's just been happening a lot for both of us and it it's going on to um the manifestation doing the work 
And um, the universe has been really kind to both of us. And um, just because we're putting that out there and doing it. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, And then you just had your mom's birthday, correct? Yes. So her birthday would have been January 10th and mine's the 16th. So I was actually supposed to be due on her birthday, but Capricorns, I want to have my own birthday. Okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, I was just chilling in her tummy. It was like, not coming out till it's my day. But yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was such a beautiful day. You guys, I want to share because on um, previous episodes that we've talked about is I haven't really allowed myself to grieve over my mom and it's been like over 20 years. Um, but rightfully so I was 14 years old I nobody I, you know I was just kind of in my own world of excuse me um in my old world trying to figure out what, how to go through grief so it was like so beautiful because it was like the first ooh, um first birthday of hers that I didn't get in victim mindset. I didn't self-pity. I didn't isolate. I didn't hermit. I didn't think of all the bad things that had happened for the both of us. Um, I really just celebrated her life and yes, of course I cried, but I didn't stay in that emotion forever. I planned self-care day. I got out. So I made sure to plan a facial, um, by my friend Bernice, who's an esthetician. So I felt the love from her. And then when I came home, I have my Apple music on shuffle. And so interesting enough, like this, one of the songs from her birthdays started playing in my car and I was like, I see you, mom. I, I, I you're, you're speaking. She was there me. celebrating with you. Definitely. Yes. So I was having a dance party in my car. I was like, yes, queen. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. it was that smash mouth song walking into the sun or something like that is it yeah something like that oh yeah yeah i know what song you're yeah. talking about yeah 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 it just brought me back to um when she had a birthday party and you know filipino style where it's all food and music and like we were just like dancing in the garage yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was a beautiful day, you guys. So beautiful. Good. So yeah, and then, and then it's ancestor work has been coming up so much. So it's like you even holding space for your mom tonight. Like we talked about pre-recording and stuff, and just like in the last few days in general, I'm just running into people talking about. Um, like like their family passing away and stuff like that or they're always I even have people like I always feel like my grandfather is always with me or or my mom or whatever the case may be and um and I'm like they are you know what I mean they are with you and um so we wanted to talk about tonight like a little bit of like on ancestor work and everything um so ancestor work is um it's even uh day of the dead the day after um halloween we talked in our halloween episode and stuff like that you lay out your ancestors favorite food but you can do this like all the time it's not just on that day so our ancestors want to see us succeed in life and i'm not saying like go out and like cast spells and like summon their spirits and stuff like that i'm just saying it's like our ancestors 
are on the other side. They want us to see us succeed and thrive and do the things we want to do. And even because they're not here anymore to do that, those things, and they want to see us do succeed, you know? And so, um, basically is what I'm talking about is like laying, find out like what their favorite foods are. Talk to people that knew them. If you don't know them or do some research of your heritage, like for instance, I'm Portuguese and look up like what famous Portuguese dish, you know, lay out these foods or say like your dad passed away and he smoked marble reds or whatever the case may be, then lay those things out for them. Or, um, say like uh vodka say if your grandmother was a town or a russian and she loved to drink vodka you know what it is then lay out those things that they want and then don't be afraid to ask them for it you know you are giving that offering to them because and it's thriving it's 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 just it's like a trade yeah I want to yeah. say it's like an energy exchange energy exchange yeah and so it's like they appreciate it and of course they no matter what um your ancestors are going to hear your prayers help you with during things in your life or say for instance like um people are like oh I talk to my grandma all the time whenever I need help or whatever the case may be well when was the last time you did anything for them right you know what I mean think about it so um, but yeah, so ancestor work is really important. Um, and I think people should practice it a lot more um, just because it's it works. You know what I mean? It's like what we've been talking about in this podcast. Like, why do you do the things that we do? Um, why do you do the meditation? Why do you why are you casting spells for a, a money spell? Well, I'm doing it because it's working. Yes. And yeah. I'm doing what works for me. Oh, why are you using prayer? Why are you praying? Well, it's my, it's working. Yes. You know what I mean? So that's a, it's one type of practice to look into and uh, to do. So, yeah. Oh, I love it. So, so, so much. I think too, you know, it's, it's even our trauma too. Right. So like, and and I've been healing a lot of my my own trauma that I've gone through. And we've we spoke about this previous episodes, but you guys, we can have generational trauma being passed down to us. So once you start working on yourself, the ancestors from the other side, they want you to break that generational trauma. They want you to step into what Chris is saying, into a better life than what they were doing. Right. Yes. Because right. I'm sure they realize on the other side, like crap, like, I'm so sorry that I left that behind. And so I think when you do the shadow work, when you start doing the work, it's like, you're the chosen one. The ancestors are trying to tell you like heal you and heal the generational trauma. So you're healing all of us and future generations. It's been very beautiful because I know, isn't that tender? I, and that's, I've, I receive more confirmations with my ancestors when I keep breaking those chains, right? When I keep Mm -hmm. breaking those things, those sufferings, the, the stuff that also weren't my stories, again, generational stuff, 
they do going back to the numbers they're coming through where they're like i see you i see you Mm -hmm. doing the work and we're all about it and we love that and i think it comes to full circle with your manifestations it's like okay you can live on the other side of what was or you can tap into what is and then that's when manifestation manifestation manifestations they just keep coming in because your ancestors are like Crazy, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Go, Woo! you know. Oh, hi. <laughs> I love I just, that. I love that so much. <laughs> I, I get so passionate about it, you guys. I'm just so in love with this. It's the spiritual yum yum chef's kiss, like mwah, you know. Yeah, or what my friend Mike says, it's the hippie shit. <laughs> uh, well perspective right (laughs) it's the good stuff to be honest and uh yeah so um I mean I love doing it I love what we do and what we are doing and um I think it's just I think it's beautiful so I guess it's the calling too is what we're saying is do the ancestor work you know go out and find out those favorite foods and everybody knows like what their grandfather ate or their dad ate or whatever the case may be even your best friend growing up if I mean I've lost a few people and I know what they enjoyed and anytime it's their birthday or anything like that I'll like lay out like you know oh they you know liked Jameson whiskey so I'll leave out a shot of Jameson for them that's what that's where people get that from yep you know what I mean so well I love that yeah yeah so ancestor work yeah do it do it and don't be afraid to ask for it what's really interesting Chris is again what you mentioned that I really resonates with me is the um just check out your heritage well I'm half Filipino and if for some of you that know that Filipinos they do a lot of uh like Spanish-based traditions because if you guys know I don't know if you guys ever seen Joe Coy's pod or Netflix i movie. love joe boy he's oh my gosh he's he, so funny he speaks and when i watch him like he he's literally explaining my childhood because he's half filipino <laughs> just like me yeah and i love the one that he was talking about um mexicans he's like yeah. we're basically you we're just, <laughs> we're just yeah. you know and he's like the spaniards took over the philippines and you left your shit on- <laughs> and so, like and then we took it you yeah know? Yeah, he's so, so funny. It because it's so true. But like, I remember looking up my heritage and and seeing that the Filipinos they they go to the cemetery and they have a picnic and they they serve the offering and sometimes they stay the night there. And I was like, what? So that's interesting. And I haven't done that yet, but I am tapping into doing more of my heritage stuff. The other day. Um, I was laughing at myself because I was like, I think I want a karaoke machine. And I started going, I want a karaoke machine when I was young. <laughs> I didn't want one. That was the thing I didn't want. I was like, I ain't doing this karaoke shit. This is like, <laughs> no, now I want a freaking karaoke machine. Yeah. yeah. I want to tap into that Filipino tradition. <laughs> so when I come to Arizona and record, we record live together. Uh yeah. you better have a karaoke machine because I'm gonna be like. We got to karaoke it up now. Yeah. 
we're anyway. not gonna we're not listening to kids bop okay we're gonna, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna do it the adult way oh i love it i love it i love it yes <laughs> so we're, we're gonna go ahead and take a little short break here um i don't know how long we're gonna run tonight but i have a good feeling we're vibing here and Our. i just wanted to say thank you guys and then we're gonna do a short break here and we will be right back Welcome back. And this is Afterglow. We got Carol here. And thank you for chilling out and doing that little short break. You know, it was probably like a minute, 30 seconds or whatever it was. But um, yeah, so we just got done talking about, you should have seen Carol earlier. She just put on a chicken outfit for us and we played the chicken song. And when we start our Patreon, that's where it probably will be. But um. We were talking about ancestor work, but we want to talk about like what we were originally talking about in the beginning subjects that we're going to be doing um, reflection on 2022. So Carol, like, uh, how was your 2022? What would you do differently? What did you like? What did you enjoy? Um, so, so, so to be quite honest, this is the first time I've really held space with that question. I'm not sure why I'm not allowing myself to sit with it I think I'm avoiding maybe hmm. potentially um since I've shared a previous episode like one of my toxic trait toxic traits is I'm an avoider so that would make sense as to why I'm avoiding holding reflection um I will say this I 2020 I mean overall I'm very grateful right like there is so many good things happening I mean there was a lot of um moments of like what the fuck just like everyone else I'm sure yeah. um but like I think the whole codependency thing was a huge thing for me for 2022 mm -hmm. especially because previous year 2021 is when I started to be in recovery of my alcohol binge drinking um we all know my story still guys I still drink occasionally but the 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 attachment to the binge drinking is no longer in my life so in 2022 um we've shared again that I'm also in another uh recovery radical self of or radical recovery of self so I noticed that like my addiction started to jump to other things or maybe I already already had them but I feel like I was jumping so codependency was one of them which makes sense um but I was codependent of my victim mindset and not allowing myself to really step into fear so I think that's part of my reflection of 2022 is I wish I would um I would have taken more risks than I did um and then just try to hold more space in 2023 so there was just again a lot of great things happened in 2022 we got to connect me and you Chris I started to yeah. podcast like um so many good people started flooding into my life where they held space for me like I really did start feeling 
um, seen, heard, and loved. So I think in 2023, yeah, like 20, so 2022 gave me a glimpse of what it feels like to truly be seen, be heard, be loved for who I am 100% in all areas and forms of who I am, because we've shared before you guys, I'm a multidimensional human being. Like I'm going to have my moments. I'm going to have my ick moments. I'm going to have this or that, but just taking away the self-judgment. So just jumping now into 2023, that's going to be my intentions for that for this year is be really intentional. Um, I don't do uh, New Year's resolutions anymore just because I feel like those set expectations for myself um, and I'm learning to have zero expectations. I do have requirements now, like but it's a different word. As you so, should. Yes. Um, so now I do, um, I pick a word for the year. So my 2023 word is allow. I'm going to allow myself to step through fear. I'm going to allow myself to receive. It's I'm so to- weird that you're saying this right now. Go on. We'll yeah, go okay. back. I can't wait to hear what you're going to say. <laughs> Keep but going. yeah. So my word is allow because last year's word was redemption. And I felt like I did a really good job at starting that or did do that. I feel like I've been redeemed. Therefore, now this year, I'm taking my spirituality further and going to make that my number one thing. So really being intentional of where my time goes, my my intentions as far as my thoughts for the day, my intentions for um, just everything. So yeah, I am here in 2023. I am allowing to just be where I am and love every inch of it all. I love that so much for you and good for you. And yeah, that's, that's amazing. Um, it's so, it's so weird that you, your word is, uh, what you said it was for 2022 and having a word for each year. Um, mine is let them. Oh, wow. So it was like a couple, it was like a month or two ago and I saw people, it's like a, people are getting that tattooed on them and like someone got it tattooed and they wrote like a huge thing. It was like on Facebook oh, yes. or whatever, and I read that. it. Yeah, I shared it. Yeah. And so, but why the reason why that hit so hard is because that's my sister saying to me all the time. And she's always like, why are you getting so let it let them like why are you getting so mad at them for what they're doing let them let them so like mine this year is like I'm not going to get upset over you know small little things and let it ruin my day I'm just like let it happen let let them so um that's like my sister's she's been telling me that for years and I saw that on the internet and I was like and I sent it to her and she was like she just sent me a clapping emoji. She's like, I told you, like, this is, that's, that's the quote. And I'm like, I really want to get that tattooed now on me, but I'm like, it's trending right now. I'm like, should I do it? But I'm like, I'm going to do it. You know yes. what I mean? Like, Who cares? But it's, um, yeah. So 2022 was, um, for me was the year of manifestation and taking risks. So I did take risks last year and, um, I came to Savannah those times to visit and stuff like that fell in love and Joshua and I have been constant Joshua's always wanted to move out of Iowa you guys know the story and stuff like that so it's like I did take that risk last year and just jumped ship with him basically you know get out of Iowa and move to the south and 
Um, so that was that year for me. So the reflection um, was scary. It, and then we were talking, we're going to be talking about change here in a little bit and just like uh, how change is scary. It was very scary for me. So 2022 was, um, I manifested it really hard. I, I visited Savannah. I went home and um, visit Savannah in 2021 first and I was just came out here just to party and hang out with my friends see their house and everything like that you guys all know I've told the story a thousand times and then I went back in 2022 and then I went back home and I started reading the book called Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil which is the movie and book that of the event that took place here it's the most famous story of Savannah and um, moving here is when I just started manifesting it, started reading the book, started doing my research, started, and then being here, which you guys are going to see all the footage, Mike, thank you for Mike for everything, doing the sliding, doing this video and stuff, you guys are going to see, um, I walked him around Savannah, I told him all different facts about it, and I've done so much research even before moving here and then getting here, and I'm finally seeing it, so it was like, I, it was a reality, so being in and being present so that's what 2022 was for me is the manifestation happening being in the present and living that manifestation for me so 2023 what i want to do for me um i i came up with a goal and it's like i said it's let them and it's my I want to make my dream vacation happen and I will make it happen so my dream vacation as you guys don't know but I talked to Carol about it is Thailand that's my dream vacation I really want to go to Thailand there's there's something about that country that is drawing me to it and if you guys really know me I'm more of like mountains camping rugged fishing hiking and stuff like that but there's something about Thailand and I don't know why and it's drawing me to it. And it has for the past five, six years. And I'm like, I want to make this happen this year. I'm that's my manifestation is Thailand. Mm -hmm. So, and it's been kind of like, um, how should I say, uh, I manifested Savannah so hard and I'm like, okay, I'm content. I'm fine. But it's like, I've had to tell myself, like, keep going, keep manifesting more, keep going. Don't quit. Yes. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, okay, I did it. I'm content. I'm going to live it. And that's, I feel like that's what the holidays were Yeah. like I'm content and living it and everything like that and being here. But I'm like the, I had just had this conversation last night is like the Aquarian thing. And I think it's just a spiritual person or just a human being thing is to do is work for more. You can do yes. better. You know what I mean? Yes. And so it's like, I couldn't just, I, I caught myself being content mm. and then now it's like no like what's your and it I guess something popped after the new year and it's like no it's time to go the farther do more things and, yes. and your dream vacation is Thailand like let's start doing that so I now I've started doing research on that reading a travel guide book right now I'm watching YouTube videos on Thailand I'm like this is where we're going to go. We're going to go to this island, this island. Like I could start naming places like, and I'm like, I'm not even there yet. So it's like, that's my, so that's 2023, what my goal is right now. I so. love that. So you're totally sharing what I am so passionate about, which is embodiment, right? Like 
you're embodying you being there already. You're, you're already envisioning yourself there. You're already seeing the different cities and areas or, or what have you. And you're just like, it's here. It's already here because I'm already there, like mm -hmm. there. I love that. I wanted to share something really quick um, about what I, I bought this and we'll tag this you guys in our podcast. Um, I got this and it's backwards, but it's called a mystic's guide. Uh, it's kind of blurry, but um, I will. It's guided it. 2023. It looks like. Yes. And I love okay. it because it has the different moons. It's a planner. So I really want to be intentional with using a planner. I cannot use my phone. It doesn't work for my brain, right? It doesn't work. I could put everything on the Google calendar. I'm going to forget about it. Just forget about it. And there's something about writing things out that like gets stuck in your head mentally like there is a proven fact about that so but I used to always buy planners and I couldn't really um commit to it but this one it's so different it has like um again I probably won't be able to show you guys but I will post it that book is so cool is, are those moon phases yes it has like Dude, that is okay yeah it's blurry but like okay yeah I can see it like yeah those are, like, moon phases that's so cool yeah and then it has like um yeah I don't know if you can see it but oops there's like, um, shoot, I'll post a video about it or uh, post a thing on our Instagram. You can do like yeah, our Instagram or do a live with it. Yeah, but yeah. that's so cool. But so I love like it. Journal. Yeah, so every day um, has like a moment of reflection. So there's a daily like, it talks about what the moon is in and then the day ruler because every day is associated with a different planet. Yes. Love it. Um, and then there's a section of, I am grateful for a mood tracker talks about self-care daily affirmations, your dream journal. And then it talks about scripting. Yes. This is what I was telling you, like how this past week, my manifestations. Yes. Um, and then I don't know at the bottom, it has a three, six, nine manifestation. And one thing I did to move forward. So I'm not sure if um, some of you are familiar with the 369 method of manifestation, but um, Nikola Tesla actually practiced this uh, technique. And so what he did is he would write the thing that he wanted to happen. So you would write it as if it already happened. You, he would write it three times in the morning. In the afternoon, he'd do it six. And then in, before he went to bed, nine times. Three. Six, I love nine. that. I've never heard of that. Yes. So I haven't gotten that far. I've been doing either in between three to six, but when I just do it, either the three or six, the man of, I kid you not last week was a trip. Like everything that I've been writing has been happening. So I'll just kind of give an example of one of the things. So this year that I'm starting a new job, I want to be pre-booked in advance for six months. That's my goal. I want my books to be solid for three through six months. And I kid you not, my, my Saturdays are booked up until May. <laughs> like, yes. Come on, queen. Yeah. Yes. So I know That's it's amazing. Just, right. So I know it's just one day out of the other days that I work, but like I, I'm getting, I'm receiving all of the clients that are aligned with me. Like I've been having so much amazing clients in my chair where we're talking truth. We're talking about confirmations. We're talking about the things that we're talking. Like I'm attracting these people and I love it. That's and so awesome. yes, I love it. 
And then kind of just something that what you shared with me about your, your dream um, vacation, I've been receiving for like the past um, two years, the Montana has been coming into my head and I've never been there. Um, and everyone, so. I, so, I've, I've been, I've always wanted to go to Montana. That's so weird. Yeah. And you know, what's weird. So I was sharing that with the big client. sky, baby, big sky country. Yes. So one of my clients was like, Oh, are you watching Yellowstone? And I'm like, no, I, I don't watch that. I just started watching it because it was, you know, my client asked me about it and I was like, curious, it's a little too dramatic. Obviously it's a drama, but, um, I'm yelling at it all the time. Like you guys need therapy. Like that's <laughs> So I can't watch it because that's all I do. I'm like, you need therapy. Anyways, back to what I was saying. <laughs> Something keeps like, for the past two years, Montana, Montana, Montana. And I think it's because I love the outdoors. I love like land and I want to just be there. And it's so beautiful. And I think that would be like the most healing space for me to just go visit and just lay in the middle of nowhere and just like Montana cow. Hey, listeners, Carol needs a tour guide in Montana. Who? Oh. Yeah, if we have any Montana listeners. You know, Hi, where yeah. are my Montana friends? I'm yeah. here. I'm willing just to receive. Comment on our podcast if you're from Montana and tell Carol where she should go to lay out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. What are the best spots? What are the hot spots? Yeah, the best places for me to meditate and just hold space. Let me know. That's so awesome though. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. It's so weird how, um, I know an astrologer told me before is this, that, um, based on the time and place you're born, just like, you know, like your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, et cetera. Um, there's certain spots in the world that attract certain areas Mm -hmm. because it has that planetary, like planet energy. Um, I think, Arizona is against like it's like not good for me type of thing like it never was good for me which is true like that's where my drug addiction besides me besides you of course like my family's there but it's like me living there and you know what I mean like being in that space that um earth energy doesn't vibe with me right um don't get me wrong Arizona is I'm not well it's not my favorite place but my family and my friends are there I do love to go there and visit and then you know see it's you know it's where my family and friends are at so um but living there has never been a good thing for me but it's like what I'm trying to go at is is that these different places around the world attract you there and there's I believe personally is that there are um, um, land spirits there drawing you to them because they have messages for you. So, and it could be the Fae or just the land spirits, whoever it is, are drawing you there because they have those personal messages for you to give you. And it's, um, those kind of like life lessons type of thing. Um, so absolutely that's, this is completely different from what we said we were going to be talking about, but I think this is great. We haven't, yeah. we haven't shared this before, you know, no. what I mean? and, um, yeah. So Montana's on the list, Thailand, where else were you going? You know what I mean? And, yeah. um, I love that so much for you. Yeah, this is great. 
tender. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so um yeah, so so 2023, we have so many goals. Um yeah. we should just do a trip there. Let's do a trip to Montana. Yeah, let's let's just do it. There yeah. was this um this this TikTok that I was looking at, um, I forgot her name, but she's a vibe. She just cracks me up. But uh she's like, This year we're seeing things, we're traveling, we're gonna do it, <laughs> we're just gonna do Nike and just do it. I didn't survive a pandemic for no reason. We're doing things. We are doing things. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I love the book you have. That's so cool. Like I literally want to, I'm going to have to order it. Like that's amazing. Yeah. It's, it has your birth chart too. And it has, um, this, the seven chakras and all that stuff, but I'll send it to you and you'll, you'll be able to, to look at it. It's so amazing. I have to thank you too, since we're live and everything or recording. And thank you so much for my birthday gift. Like, I was so surprised, Carol, like, cause I, I, my mom like told me she was ordering me uh night, nightstands or whatever. It was on the list, the list. And she was like, I'm, I'm ordering that for you. And then like, I got, I walked up to my apartment after work and there was this like tiny, if you guys don't know, Carol, I have an Amazon wish list, and Carol bought me, I got rid of everything when we moved here, which I talked about before we got a little of rid of everything like what you're seeing around me here was gifted to me from my really good friends Missy and Darren who you guys all know about but um I got rid of even my bartending kit like because we only had two cars to bring everything down and so uh I had a bartending kit on my Amazon wish list and Carol got it for me because she knows I would do craft cocktails and stuff like that so I walked up to my apartment door and I see this and I told my, my mom's like, oh yeah, I shipped it. It's going to be there in this day or whatever. And I thought it came early or something because I had no idea you got me anything. And it was like this tiny box sitting at the door. And I was like, is this like a, like a wish.com? Like <laughs> my mom bought me nightstands and they're going to come out like Barbie nightstands. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> what is it? I opened it and I was like, and it says, you know, from Carol and it had the bartending kit. And I was like, oh my God. It was such a good surprise. Yes. So thank you for that. And um yeah, that was pretty awesome. Thank you again. Yes. Yeah. I was like, I put uh I put a place the order and I was like, didn't hear anything. And I was like, I'm about to like go ham on Amazon. Like, hey, this is a precious gift, but then you you got it. And I was like, I'll just be patient. I'll just be patient. So. Yeah, I've never done a um a wish list type of thing, but I guess there's a setting where like you put your address in and then it keeps it private for your oh. privacy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Then, like if I click on the lit, like and I make it like just surprise me, don't tell me something's coming. Got and it. Then, and then so like it doesn't alert me or anything. So I was like, but so it was a surprise, you know what yeah. I mean? Well, I think this is going to be good to leading up to our next topic, which is change, right? Mm -hmm. So what me and Chris have shared off of our podcast was like change, (laughs) change. Um, I feel like as we've gotten older, like change has became or has for me in my perspective, it's, it's been very difficult. Like so it's like, again, he was mentioning about being content, right? We adapt and then we just stay stagnant. And that then, routine. Yep. yeah. And then it's like, when we feel a type of way about something, whether it's um, our emotions, right? And like, we either, it goes with our thought patterns and it's like, 
okay, why am I feeling this way? Why am I not making the moves or all, you know, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, like, why am I not making the moves? Like, why am I just content with where I'm at, wherever, if it's a person, place, situation, or a job? And it's like, it's just difficult because again, you just adapt and you don't make those changes. And I think from just what we've shared, like Chris and I, we've realized that movement and change is where we need to be, which is stepping through the fear. Yeah. And the thing is, is that what do they say? Um, Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting change is insanity, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, or it's, yeah, that way or the insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the same results. Yeah. Or expect, yeah, 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 exactly. And it's like, um, so change is very difficult and scary. And, um, I think the thing is, is that like, just, just, I can't need to say this in a proper, I was going to say just jump, but like, jump into it you know what I mean like just jump into it just go you know hit the I I sometimes I think the best way of learning and doing things in life is just hit the ground running right yeah because our fight or flight kicks in and I think honestly if you're scared of change if you just do it hit the ground and run and our us as humans is going to that instinct that fight or flight is going to kick in and you just go with it you know what I mean and there's nothing wrong if and if things go terribly wrong or like you're uncomfortable there's nothing wrong with saying no or backing out you know what I mean no one's going to judge you over that yeah if they do then they're not really there supporting you in my opinion yeah they have no right to be in your life then. And that's when you figure out people's true colors. I think also depending on what the change is, right? So, because we have also talked about off the podcast, is it a change for bad behaviors? Are you filling that void or is it changing? (laughs) Yes. Or are you changing for the right reasons that are healthier for you. So there's, there's difference, right? Cause it's like someone could change, you know, like what I've shared earlier, like, okay, well, I'm not drinking that much anymore, but like now I have a codependency on other things, mm-hmm. filling that void, filling right. that addiction I once had with other things. And then, you know, then you're just, you're in this cycle again. So yes, change, but reflect on the change is this something that I want to do for myself? Is this the change that I want to do in order to get to said goal, right? Like if it's the goal of wanting to go to Montana or Thailand, that's a good change because maybe that change is, all right, you're looking at, maybe you're looking at your bank account and you're like, well, I could get a second side job, right? To make this change happen, or I can change my habits of stop going to Starbucks so much so I can go and, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that which I personally need to get better at that. But I it's know. like- But I do it um, too. I mean, we all do. We're all humans. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. and there, that's just how it is. But 
I mean, I, I didn't want to pick up the ship tomorrow, but I knew it's going to benefit me in the long run. Like I have to make that change to do that. I have to break that. It's breaking an unhealthy cycle. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that what you talked about, about filling voids is, is that say, for instance, um, I have a boyfriend and we break up and then what, what's my thing to do is to fill that void with a unhealthy thing or figure out who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, personally, <clears throat> I think serial monogamy is a true thing is people jump out of these relationships and then fill that void with somebody else. And it's like, who are you benefiting? And if you think about it on the long run, you're just, it's just going to fall apart again because you didn't do that self-work on yourself. Yes. So it's like, that's the, that's the bad change. That's that filling that void with the same toxic thing again. And um, make it a healthy change. Work on yourself for a little bit. Figure out who you are. Heal. You know, heal. Yeah. And um, some people don't do that. And then it's like, it's scary to do it but it goes into codependency, fear of change, and then doing the same thing over again. It's like everything we're just talking about. Yep. And I have so much to resonate with that because you know me in high school, like I, what I am, when I had like my first boyfriend, like the, I've only, I only had like three boyfriends in high school and mm-hmm. I'm, they were long relationships, long to a teenager, like a year, you know? Um, but like, I would break up and then go into another relationship. But what you're doing and what Chris is mentioning is you're bringing that other stuff into another relationship. And then, yeah. And then now you're creating, you're creating the same patterns and behavior within someone else, which going back, I wish there's, I've made amends with some of my ex-boyfriends, not all of them. And that's okay. I may not be able to do that. Um, I can do it in other ways by praying, but I, I know that that was unhealthy for me to do because looking back, I'm like, man, did I create an unhealthy dynamic with another person? Yeah, I did. And I, and I, I'm taking responsibility now as a 35 year old telling the world that I also played a part in someone else's life. It feels bad knowing that I kind of brought my chaos into another individual's life. Right. And that's exactly what I was just saying is like, you're literally just hurting another person while you're still hurting. It's like, there's no benefit there. Yes. And it's, doesn't feel good knowing that and saying that out loud but knowing what I know now Uh, yes it breaks my little heart because I'm just like man and I and I not I'm not gonna say ruin right I'm not gonna put that word on me but like if I were to do things differently I would have sat me down and like again this is my parents that didn't do this right because they didn't know they didn't know better um but I love them for whatever but I would have sat down with younger Carol and maybe this is me needing to um, connect with inner child work, right? Maybe this is me needing to hold space for inner child Carol and saying, I forgive you. I forgive you. I love you. You didn't know better. Um, And it's okay. And like the people that are in your life now, 
and if they've forgiven you, it's because they love you. And yeah, it, it's been interesting because I've had those moments to celebrate recovery where I was like, fuck, like I fucked some people up, you know, <laughs> like. We, and- we talked about this in our other episode when I would say I would go back. What would you, you know, like and tell yeah. that person? Yeah. Me, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And uh, yeah, inner child work. Yeah holding space for that holding space for that certain age and writing her a letter and putting it on the altar I've said this on a previous episode and then rereading it rereading it as I'm the person right like so if I'm running to write a letter to a past lover or a past person that I've hurt I will reread that letter as if I was that person and I will release it by burning it um I think I had that eye opening when I went to celebrate recovery and someone was just sharing like, um, I don't like the blame game that society has, right? Like, I don't like where they're like, and I've, I've shared my part in it in episodes where like, I hate all men, right? Because of my story with my ex, uh, not my ex, my, my mom's ex fiance, Mm-hmm. And the the relationship I saw and experienced, and then things with my dad or whatever. I had moments where I was like, "Fuck all, man! They're all freaking dogs. They're, they're whatever." Blah 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 blah. And then I heard that same kind of conversation, but a little bit lighter. Celebrate recovery, and so then it was my duty to kind of put in perspective of like, well, we can't really sit here and say "f all men" because like they got hurt by somebody else. Like they got hurt by a potential lover or a female verse, a female individual also hurt them where they're projecting, right? Their hurts, habits, and hangups and all that stuff. And she kind of looked at me like, I was like, hey, you don't have to accept what I'm saying. I'm just planting the seed because we cannot do this fuck females, fuck males. We just can't because that's coming from a place of hate rather than love. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's deep shit, Carol. Yeah, I know. It's um, in a good way. And yeah, you're completely right. And um, I just think that it's like the self-work thing is just where it's at. You know what yeah. I mean? I think too, like. And just, it's, it's putting the rest of it. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And that is the most healthiest part is just putting to rest and, but you, it's a closure. Yes. You know what I mean? And closure is important, not just with other people. I mean, you don't have to write that letter to that person and be like, I'm so sorry I hurt you. It's, it's, it's literally closure within yourself. That's Mm -hmm. so important and letting it go and then learning from it. Don't, don't and learn from that crap you yeah. know what I mean yeah don't go down the shame either because that's a that's a vicious cycle but tapping into yourself of again like well I didn't know what I you know what you don't know right so that's basically where that's going with where I'm going he's like you know what you don't know and it's that generation- I wish you were here right now I just literally wish you were sitting on the couch and we were having this conversation And I can give you like the biggest hug just because I'm so proud of you and where you've become and who you've become as an individual. Um, I just, yeah, virtual hug here. I know. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's hard though, because it's like, you guys, I've learned so much about my human flesh form that I am, right? We have our desires and yeah. like wants and needs. Like we all want to be wanted. We all want to be needed. We all want to be desired, but you've got to do that for yourself. Yeah. For yourself. It's don't allow yourself. And I'm talking to myself because I still have moments of that where I'm like, oh, I just want do that yourself, you know, like do it yourself and Don't find somebody else to do it for you. Do it yourself. No, God because, damn it. Yes. Because God, because God what, is damn it. Yeah. Because what do you're doing, well, what, what, what that is doing is creating a expectation, right? That's creating an expectation. That's creating a responsibility. You're, you're putting on the Oh, now I found someone that's responsible for my happiness. Ew, no, <laughs> no, no, no. The people in your life. Waving the red flag. Yes. <laughs> people in your life should be in addition to your happiness. You should, they should be in addition. It shouldn't be a obligation. They're not obligated to make you happy. They're not obligated to fix your problems. They're not obligated to save you. You are, you know, that's because codependency is that like, oh, but I want to be princess in a castle and like wait my whole life and put my hair down. And maybe he'll come and climb on my hair, even though he's a heavy motherfucker and he's going to rip my hair out. <laughs> <laughs> what like oh I want to be little mermaid and not have a voice because he wants to fall in love with me no like I'm sorry like dear Disney can you please reimburse my therapy sessions because it's expensive and like my whole life has been a lie <laughs> like, but yeah like Filling a void. I mean, filling a void could be people, right? It could be places. It could be alcohol, drugs, porn, uh, all the addictions that we've mentioned in the episodes. I mean, you can, I mean, I don't know. You can do things out of balance. I mean, I wouldn't suggest always doing certain things. Like, I think you should let go of the attachment. You know what I mean? And fill the void by being in nature, baby. Like, fill the void by journaling. Fill the void by therapy fill the void by shadow work All meditation is the best and food i don't mm -hmm. care i'm i'm a chubby boy but honestly like the pleasures and the beauty thing in life is good food good friends good combo self work meditation and um taking things in in uh intermediate like not over consuming like you know what I mean so yeah oh yeah and I think too an another thing that I wish um society would understand is too much news like the the drama and the fear and I think it's important to be informed right I'm not here to bring up politics or what have you but like you know just give yourself a break like right 
you right. know, I have people in my life who that is all that they're doing is listening to the news, the news, the news. Um, what do you think the news is based off? Fear-based mindset. It's yeah. on purpose. Yeah. It's a agenda. It's the reason why we're coming into separation instead of collectively coming together where we were made from in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Like we were made to create this, this love, unconditional love, but now we're like this and we're like, if you, right. you for your opinion. Into a divide. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of, yeah. Instead of honoring ourselves and coming back to center, coming back to center together and being like, you know what? I may not understand your views. I may not understand your opinions. I'm not judging you. I fucking love you. Like, that's it. That's it. That's it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. She's <laughs> got a little baby hands. Baby hands. Strike a pose. <laughs> Anyways, I had to throw that in there because it got kind of hot. I love it. I love it. All right. We're going to go ahead and do a little break and then we're going to come right back and we're going to talk about uh, what we've been some more stuff. We're going to do some more afterglow. guys and welcome back and this is afterglow that was just a little short break we uh carol <laughs> i'm like the michael jackson i feel like a, what is it, the wednesday thing let's oh turn. i haven't seen that show but i feel like it's i haven't really seen it either just see it on tiktok but i'm like this is like the lady gaga move like oh, and michael I, jackson yeah i'm doing the michael jackson yeah so uh anyway <laughs> We're visual and um, you guys can see me and you can see Carol. Um, and then if not, then you're just listening in your car stereo and we're coming in that. Yeah. And thank you so much for continuing to listen to us because you guys, we are just so passionate about this. If you can't tell with our little voices being so animated, or maybe that's just mine, but um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah so before the break that was a pretty intense stuff just wanted to reach through and give carol that virtual hug she said she felt it I know. so um it's been a good time it's been a very busy weekend um as you guys all know um and we're going to be releasing some video and stuff my really good friend mike like my really really good friend mike is here and he set up all of this beautiful lighting and created this space for us but also like we went around savannah i showed him around all around town which you'll see um took him to bonaventure cemetery we did tybee island um i took him around a bunch of squares uh, i showed him around river street we went to um the uh, riverside plant district we um yeah, uh, I we my Apple Watch I looked it up and we did almost just about 20 miles within three days. 
of walking and I'm still I'm so I would, proud of you. I would lose a few more pounds before we start <laughs> Just kidding. I'm proud we're, of you for doing that. That's awesome. Yeah, well, we're gonna do the same thing when you come to visit Savannah. So we're gonna, I'm gonna take you to all I'm gonna take you to all the spots. So Jonathan's been here, which everybody knows is my best friend. And then Allie was here, Maddie was here. We did we didn't do a lot more when Maddie was here. It was raining a lot or I had to work, but uh, we knocked out so much within the last four days. So you guys are going to see a lot of the stuff that we talked about in our Halloween episode and then all of the haunted spots and where I've had connections. I mean, we went to dinner. At, I was just telling Carol about this. We went to dinner at Husk the other night, which is a really good restaurant here. And um, it was like my birthday dinner thing we did. And uh, the second I walked in, um, Husk is like very haunted, the building. We didn't ask on the history. We meant to, but I've always heard from people that it was. And the second I started walking upstairs, I was telling Carol this, I got chills all down my arms. And I was like, oh boy, here we go. And then um, and then you guys all know, like I've talked about in my other past uh, episode, our other past episodes is um, it's usually the touch on my ear or um, usually if it's the faint touch on my ear I always know this like familiar spirits like hey pay attention like I've talked about but it's the deaf in the ear I go like my hearing goes whoop, like out for a second and um, but it's like I can still hear from it but it's just like it's like somebody like goes like puts their hand over my ear type of thing that happened and then I had to walk out from the table and go to the restroom do some shield work and which i was talking to carol about is that shield work is so important so shield work is very important especially if you're sensitive to spirits or just of where shield work's just so healthy in general we've talked about that in past episodes um putting up that shield just and just reflect love back onto the source of the harmful energy or whatever it is it's like I don't feel like dealing with you know um yes toxic energy or you know I'm trying to enjoy my birthday dinner I don't want to be sitting here having weird ghosts being like hello you know what I mean so hello yeah so, but we did some really cool stuff this weekend, which you guys are going to see, and I'm so excited. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I and then, uh, um, as you guys don't, I don't think you guys know, um, I had a health insurance issue when I moved here. And uh, in December, I actually went off of my Adderall. And as you guys all know, like I suffer from severe ADHD and I've been on Adderall for, after I got myself clean and everything like that, I did the steps and obviously I'm not abusing and stuff like that, but, um, and I went back on it and I've been on it for so many years and I've been off of it since December and Carol's checked in with me and I had quite a few friends check in with me, like, how are you doing? And, um, I figured we would talk about that tonight because I got on the subject of it last night because, um, I ran into a few people that do have ADHD and they're not on it anymore. And they're like, oh no, I stopped taking it. And uh, I'm like, tell me your secrets. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, how are you doing? Like, what are you doing as your, your um, coping mechanisms and dealing with this mental health issue? 
And uh, I'm not going to lie, you guys, it, it's been very hard. Um, but um, I, I'm, I'm feeling good now. So like the first two weeks, I was sleeping a lot. I was very lethargic. And, you know, that's just the detox from the medication and everything. But as you guys can hear and see through this podcast, I feel fine. Like I'm, I'm good. And um, B vitamins have been my hero. Um, I've always been taking vitamins and stuff. And, uh, but I found out like, you know, B vitamins have been really helping me, but I'm, I'm getting very irritated easily more now. Mm. And I'm dealing with that. And and it goes into like even cooking dinner and stuff. I'm like, God damn, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but then I'm like, and I'm telling myself though, like, calm down. It's okay. Like I'm having to talk to myself a lot more as into like, you're getting upset over no reason. Um, so that's been kind of the struggle and, um, yeah, I would say definitely that. So, um, and then you know, if you need to be on medication, please be on it. I'm not saying go off of your meds. Um, I can look for, I'm have an appointment with a primary doctor here. I'm going to talk to them about it and my different options and stuff like that, what I can do. And I haven't decided if I wanted to go back on my meds and for my ADHD, but if you're de severely depressed or if and all of that stuff, and you need to be medicated, please take your meds. You know what I mean? Um, there's don't, don't do what your doctor doesn't say to do, is what I'm trying to say. It's like if your doctor feels like you need to be medicated, please take your medications. But um, I feel like ADHD is just um it's very common in millennials and it's very common in everyday life with people. So it's not everybody's medicated and yeah, it's. Yeah, I can totally relate to what you're sharing because um, in previous episodes, I did mention that. Um, so, you know, uh, I do trauma therapy work um, with my trauma therapist and she's the one that planted the seed like you probably have ADHD and um so which makes sense because my dad does <laughs> so um but I've had the fear of being medicated for it because I have a story about Adderall that does um play in my family so but then my primary care doctor and I've shared this in an episode already that she was like I would not even put you on something like that and she there's other ways like and for me I wasn't informed she was like we could start you off as with a blood pressure meds it'd be it could be something little like that she's like but I can't I don't know what it's like there in um, Georgia but in the state of Arizona they've changed it where you can't go to a primary care doctor for um, medication for that you have to go to a psychiatrist first um, and then the a primary care doctor can move forward with it. And she was like, I can't say you have ADHD or not, but she was like, but I'm pretty sure, <laughs> you know, like, right, right. You know, right she's just yeah. like telling me, like, I can't tell you, but wink, wink, you know. Um, but also what I wanted to share with, if you guys are worried about that fear when it comes to medication, you are allowed to like 
get another opinion, go to another doctor. I mean, you have free will also. Um, you know, like I, I started going through a natural path that has helped me a lot. And I'm on a lot of supplements like vitamin D, cortisol management, adrenal um, management. Uh, I take prenatals every day, folic acid. I take a lot, I take eight different supplements that help me. Mm. Um, and also like with my trauma therapist, she, she also reminded me that like ADHD could have came from my trauma. She's like, it also is trauma related, like childhood trauma, or um, I have PTSD. I, I suffer from it. Um, so I have, you know, there's that. And there's just, when you have awareness, I think when you do the stuff that we're talking about, you have more awareness of thyself. So mm-hmm. when you're going into a thought, pattern or you're reaching out to those coping mechanisms that aren't the best or the healthiest for you I think now you can check yourself and being like why like we mentioned in previous episodes that I'm always doing a what does baby need right now does baby need a shower or take a nice bath does she need to eat um or you know so like last month my ADHD got really bad where I was super isolated I isolated myself um, because I ex- I exhaust myself. I really do. Um, I am very active. I have a lot of hobbies. I do a lot of things that are maybe a little bit on the dangerous side. I got my motorcycles. I got my dirt bikes. Um, I do s- certain things, but I also- yes, it's the adrenaline junkie because of my PTSD. Um, yeah. So. I have to be careful about that. Um, so one of my accountability partners from Celebrate Recovery, what I've shared with consistently in my group, um, you know, I've been sharing, I've been isolating, I've been hermiting, I've been feeling this way, whatever. And then she heard me, she saw me and she's like, I'm showing up at your house. And I'm like, what? You're showing up my house? Like, that's uncomfortable, you know? And she showed up and she held space for me and she's also one of my motorcycle babes and she put me on my bike and she sat me down and she's like I can tell there's a lot going on and we yeah it was so sweet and so she's like what's going on and you guys I've shared that I lost a friend um recently to to a motorcycle accident so there was that going on in my head um And then she's like, okay, talk about that. So I talked about my feelings about that. And then I said, I have to share something with you that I haven't shared. And she's like, what? I go, I'm not afraid of my motorcycle. I'm not afraid of the cars. I'm afraid of myself when I'm on that thing. And she's like, wow, you've never shared that with me. Thank you for sharing. And I'm like, because I know I can go fast and I know I want to go fast, but Mm -hmm. Knowing that, because that's coming from a place of like ego, right? Where I'm like, let's go, (laughs) you know, and you can't have that mindset. So I was so happy that she held space with me before I got on my motorcycle because you can't, you can't do that. You can't be in a place of, and there are motorcyclists that have that mindset and you can see, you can, you can, they're on the road. You're just like, whoa, my guy, (laughs) like, yeah slow down, you know, because I can't come from a place of my adrenaline or, uh, 
getting that high for my PTSD because I'm putting not only myself in danger, but other people. Mm -hmm. Um, I even shared with her when we went dirt bike riding, I said, don't you remember when we went dirt bike riding and I went on top of a hill and I jumped and she's like, yeah, I thought that was awesome. I go, no, that was because I was like, do it. And I went and I scared myself because I wasn't, I didn't anticipate jumping over the hill. I was like, oh my gosh, like Carol, you're so insane. But again, I think going back to what we were sharing about ADHD, it's just like when you do the spiritual practices, when you do the personal inventory, when you hold space for yourself and you have more awareness of your body, because I think at times for just old self, Carol, I wasn't in tuned of my body, right? Um, There is an amazing, amazing book called The Body Keeps the Score that talks about what trauma does to our bodies and our brains. So if you're not connected with your gut, your heart, you're going to be in your mind and your mind is going to be telling you other things that aren't necessarily true. So, um, and that's why going back to what Chris said, medication can help you connect with your body. If you feel very, 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 very overwhelmed in a, in a bad situation or uh, dark, start off with medication first. If, you, if you're just like, I can't journal, I, I don't know how to meditate, I just can't, I just can't, I just can't, then maybe it's time to definitely look into medication. And therapy. You and, know, and, and therapy. therapy. And therapy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, seeking a therapist is very hard right now. It's a problem in our country, but um, try, keep trying and keep trying until you can find somebody. Um, but what you, what you were saying earlier, um, I wanted to say is like, is this that we're catching or we're seeing ourselves and it's so good for us and as people catching ourselves, for instance, the speeding on the bike, knowing where it is it's really it takes a lot of work to know that um it it reminded me of what happened today I woke up late I was late for work Josh was home and I was like you have to drive me to work and drop me off because I just knew I was going to be rushing to work I didn't want to be speeding to work I didn't want to put somebody's life in danger and I was in a bad mood because I was like, oh, I'm late for work, like as usual, but like, <laughs> or, and then I went out, it was a Saturday night or whatever. And we had a deep cleaning we had to do at the bar this morning. And I was just like, and I woke up like 15 minutes before and Josh is like, I've been trying to wake you up. And I just like, was like, you know, like, don't talk, but, but it's like, um, I told Josh, I was like, you have to drive today and then come get me when I'm ready just because I knew I wasn't ready in the, in that mental state of mind to get in my car and go and so I caught myself doing that and um honestly like I think if I was on my medication I'd be like go 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 let's go yeah. you know what I mean like I would have done it so it's like I'm I, I'm I'm not being codependent on Josh it's just that I knew that I wasn't ready to drive at the time yeah. But, but that's him being supportive. I think we also yeah. need to remind ourselves, like, what's the difference between codependency and having the support of a lover or a partner? Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I think, at least for me, I can be addicted to, I'm codependent. 
I'm codependent. I'm codependent. Again, another cycle where I'm just like, you're attaching yourself to an identity, right? Because what what my purpose, my purpose in my human flesh form that I am is to detach all thy identities because I'm not those identities. I'm a soul person, individual, right? Yeah. I'm a soul. That's my truest identity or not even identity, but my truest form is a soul being inside my meat suit, experiencing the human flesh. And, the, and yeah. And like, it's Moving all about floating through space. <laughs> yeah. And like, but really just taking all the things that we've placed on ourselves, whether that's a wife, a husband, a student. What I'm trying to say is like that self-check-in. That's what yes. we're talking about, right? Right. Yes. Right. And right. It's like I self-checked in with myself, like right. And um I think I mean, maybe it's just I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm relating it to being like on my medication or like off of it, but I've been doing a lot of, I'm doing a lot more self-check-in. Good. You know what I mean? So which is good for me. And um, I think self-check-in is very important no matter what state of mind that you're in, but I'm doing it a lot more often. And um I mean, I'm not going to lie, but like we were just talking about like how the holidays were so crazy. I did no, I, I did no meditation. I'm not going to make that excuse. I didn't have time. It's just that I was just so overwhelmed, but I did that. I did some meditation on the beach and which I have footage of that Mike filmed. And then, yeah, maybe it was only that three minutes I closed my eyes, but I was like, and I opened my eyes and I was like, holy shit, I haven't been there in a while. You know what I mean? And um, it's that self-check-in, which is important is what I'm trying to say. And going back, relating on to the bike is that self-check-in within yourself is like, I I can be dangerous on this. And it's that self-check-in like I did today, like and everything. So I guess what I'm trying to say is um, I'm okay. I'm good, but I'm self-checking in a lot more. Well, you just spiritually spanked me. Hi, familiar spirit. Uh, My (laughs) therapist last week was like, when was the last time you meditated? I'm like, (laughs) what do you mean? So yeah, it's just all about reflection, self-checking. I just going a little bit off, like not off topic, but with ADHD, like I think just implementing new routines that no longer serve you. So um, for me, so I have a story to share that is involved with ADHD. I'm a bit neurotic when it comes to grocery shopping. Like I learn how I learned the entire store, right? I find my grocery store. I learned the aisles. I learned whatever. I have to have my grocery list. I have to have my pen. I get really annoyed when I forget my pen because it's the crossing off, right? Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, ooh, ooh, I got it. Well, I realize that, again, I have my routine of going down the aisles. And if I go down an aisle and I'm like, shit, I forgot spaghetti noodles. I'm like, I don't freaking want to go back. Are you serious? Like, I have a tantrum. <laughs> I have a tantrum. Like, I'm in the middle of the store. Like, I don't want to go back there. So, now I'm changing my routines and being like, well, I'm an empath. So the energy in there is just too much, right? It is. It is very much. Yeah. What? So 
now I'm doing online grocery store, ordering my groceries. And the beautiful thing, Chris, is I'm saving $50 because I'm not in the grocery store. Like, look at this shiny thing. Like, let's put it in there. Like, you know, so getting what you need and what you want and what you, well, what you need, not what you want. Right. Right. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I actually, when I first moved to Savannah, I was doing Instacart for a while. Mm-hmm. I was, and then um, I was like, I was going to the grocery store and I, I, I had to be honest, like I used to love going to the grocery store just because of the same reason as you, because I would be like, ooh, shiny toy, ooh, a new plant, ooh, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, <laughs> um, and oh, I want to eat this, even though it's full of sugar and I really don't need it. And then it's like, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. so I, I feel what you're saying. Cause we, I started using Instacart too. And then like Instacart, please message us. And we would love to have you sponsor us yes. uh, by you all the time. But, um, it is though. And then we, we haven't been using Instacart since we moved here. Like as in me or in groceries, I've been going with Josh and, how expensive it's gotten and I'm just like every time I go to go to I'm like I could have did this instead I could have booked that ticket to Arizona or Thailand you know what I mean like but um the ADHD process is rough though because you are like I I I know what you're talking about Mm, it's struggle sometimes Yeah. yeah yeah but um and it's just the social anxiety which is rough it is like I feel like um for me my personality is confusing I'm ambervert or whatever it's called where I'm I'm introvert and an extrovert you know so I'm very like social with my job right Mm -hmm. like that's that's part of who I am customer service but outside of my work I ain't wanting to hang Talk out to anybody. I've been no. doing it all weekend, yeah. giving them drinks. And oh my God, where are you from? How yeah. can I help you? I don't want to talk. What would you like to drink? What's your palate like? Oh my God, how do you want your hair? What color did you yeah. have it before? And then it's like, how many kids do you have? What's your dad like? Da, 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 da. Like, I really don't give a fuck, but I'm working for a tip. But it's like, okay. but then I have to go to the grocery store and then just like, yeah, no. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, it's hard. It is really yeah. hard. The jobs that we have. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I love what I do. I'm so passionate. I put a lot of energy and absolutely. Of course we love it. Yeah. Yeah. But then when I'm like outside of my job, please. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be better, you know, I'm because I do want to hold space. As we all are. Right. Like I do want to hold space in my friendships and the relationships outside of work, but it's really challenging. And like, sometimes I just have to say, no, like I can't because my energy is depleted. Like I need to, as an empath, I need to have days by myself and recharge. Yeah. Yeah, Recharge. Yeah. And then, um, I'm, I'm not going to lie, like this weekend, like I said, it has been so busy and walking around and doing everything. And I like, I came, I went to work today. We did the clean and came home. I passed out. I've just been yeah. so tired walking around, filming everything and stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. I've had the best weekend ever. It's been so much fun, but physically and everything and 
mentally. I just like I just need yeah. that nap. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that nap and stuff. So I want to go ahead and um pull a tarot card reading for the episode. It was 777 episode. We've been going at this since uh 10 o'clock. Um and it is now 134 here so in Georgia. 1136. I wish it was one, two, three, four. That would have been fun. 1136 in Arizona. Yeah, that would have been weird. I'd be like, another, another angle. <laughs> another today? one. I've been seeing so many today. What is happening? So for the afterglow no. listeners, no. here's your tarot card for the episode. Give it to me. Give it to me. Let's do another shuffle. I feel like another one. Yeah. I'm using the Nightmare for Christmas tarot, tarot card deck. Deck? Deck. How many do you have? Four. Oh, I was going to say, dang. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have Joshua's deck he hasn't even opened yet but i i really want to dig into it i got him for his birthday uh the um golden girls tarot card deck then wow. I have, we have the nightmare for christmas then i have a like a gay one and then i have the deviant moon one and um but I yeah have, so. oh, we can't even see it dang it I want that book you were talking about. Oh, cool. The, and then Josh has, um, Josh is really good at reading Oracle cards, which is really cool to. Oh yeah. I love Oracle cards. I got those yeah. too. He has, I like... a, he has a fairy Oracle card one. Tender. So. I love right, my cards. Okay. Pull one. Should I pull one too at the same time? Yeah. Okay. See what we get. Got the Queen of Candles. I've never pulled this card. There's a black cat on it. Okay. Oh, I love it. All right, cards. All right, spirits. What card would you like to? Oh, shoot. No, I said one, not 10 million. <laughs> sometimes I get kind of, um, sometimes my Carol can have an attitude. It just fall out at you. Yeah. Did only one fall. That's the one. No, it was more than one. Oh. Okay. All right, cards, spirits. Tell one card, one card for. If it's Queen of Candles, I'll shit myself. I am. <laughs> All right. Okay. One. Which card. is a uh, Queen of Swords in a regular tarot deck. Okay. Or, I mean, sorry, Queen of Wands. Excuse me. Really? Okay, so I got two. I got Queen of Cups. Oh, man. Come on. Come on. Queen of Cups and Two of Swords. Interesting. Okay. Sorry. I know I've been saying yeah, to her a lot. That's my word. Card. So the Queen of Candles represents a clever, confident person with a strong, independent streak. Used to being the center of attention. She's a popular, inspire, inspiring leader who brings out the best in everyone. Bringing optimism into any project will, um, I can't say this word, I'm uneducated. 
okay. Invigorate, 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 invigorate it with the energy that needs to be successful. Oh, I love that. So I read my cards with um, my intuition. Yeah, same. Um, so I definitely think this is from the book this time because just because we're on video, but yeah, I do. Oh no, totally. I love I love the book too. But um, what I'm receiving from the Two of Swords, I definitely feel like this is a representation for us for sure in this afterglow podcast of where we're heading. Um, and then Queen of Cups, it is cute because there's two puppies at the bottom of the card. So I definitely think that's a representation of you. Um, and this is very like divine mother divine mother is here she is serving us and giving us um a lot of good things to fill our cups with this podcast so that's what i I love that so much yeah love it (laughs) i love it you guys i am so happy that you guys held space for us i know there was a little bit of moments where i was just like kind of spacing off and getting off course but it's because it's late and yes but so what we're gonna- I'm so happy we were all here. Yes, we yes! did it. We made it happen. We did, we did it. it. I loved it. You guys, Chris was like nervous at first and it's changed. It's new. It's a couple of takes. Yeah, but like <laughs> it, it's fine, right? The um, But yeah, I mean, again, it's all about what we shared, right? It's all about change, growth, new things, stepping into the new um holding space for ourselves, tuning into ourselves and just checking in. So I hope you all who are listening, um, I hope you're doing just that for yourself and you're more than welcome to DM me, Chris, and all whatever you need to be held space for. We're here. We have resources. Um, We will go ahead and leave uh, some of the resources that we have shared, such as the Mystic Planner. Um, We're also going to tag and give credit to Mike, our lovely videographer, and then the tarot cards as well. And we're so grateful for Mike for holding space for us and being here as well and just giving us his time because it's been such a grateful and blessed experience to have this. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. And yeah, thank you, Michael, for coming out here and driving all the way down from the Midwest and Hopefully soon he'll move back to the South so we can hang out a lot more often. And um, honestly, welcome guys to my home. I never said that. So um, I'm so happy everybody was here with me in my home and you guys got to experience this with us. And it's been a incredible journey and I can't wait to experience more with all of you. And um, we love you and um, we can't wait for more. Shit, I forgot to hit record. You're lying. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs>